Hello and welcome to Isolation Conversations. With Ben and Jen. Putting the Q&A in quarantine. Oh, today I am so very excited. You know him if you have spent any time in the Triangle area or at festivals uh, watching comedy. Our first stand-up, please welcome Jeremy Alder! Yay! My Bronco's first standing wild. ovation. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, been a while really... since you've had one. <laughs> Thank you. A crowd, a crowd, not a standing ovation. That felt like very insulting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Jeremy is very funny. Uh, he has a lot of awesome jokes. I am a big fan. Jeremy, Aww. for those who, uh, who don't know you, our first question, just to make sure that everybody's on the same page, tell us uh, who you are, uh, especially in a, in a pre-COVID sense. Uh, man, I'm a human being and a dad. Um, I have four kids, uh, so that's, that's my, my primary identity. Um, cool, cool. I, uh, I'm a comic. Um, I do stand up and uh, I have a dog named Hank. And uh, I love dogs with people's names. <laughs> it's, it's one of like Richard. Oh, <laughs> I just enjoy that so much. Well, I don't do you, I don't know if you ever had the Hank the cow dog books growing up, but um, I always thought of it as a dog name. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have Hank the cow dog, but now I'm going to have to look that ah, up. Look it up. Now's a great time. Now, now, no better time to get into Hank the cow dog. <laughs> right, right now. Oh yeah, that's been that's been one of my favorite pastimes is googling something that I couldn't remember if I made up as a kid or if it was a thing that actually existed. Oh right. Oh, I love it. What's one of the things that you thought you made up as a kid, Ben? Uh, this is uh, uh, probably the prime example, but not from this time period, is uh, Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Uh, not the not the, the French comic book, but the the movie. I had like vague memories of it. And I was like, I got to find this thing. Um, and I just had like, I've had like much smaller versions of that. Uh, well, I'm just like, that's real, right? That's a real thing. Got to Google it. Uh, one of them was oh, one of them was the the Hook Super Nintendo game. The Super Nintendo game for the Robin Williams movie Hook uh-huh. uh, had like something something like vaguely looked like it, and I had to like Google around and like, what is this? What is this thing? And uh, someone brought up Hook, and I was like, oh, that's what it was. Huh? If you haven't played, if you haven't played it, it's impossible to find now. Well, I'm not a gamer, as we've discovered. Uh, I don't know anything about games. Uh, Jeremy is, is uh, but you're so much more than a comic and a dad, right? Uh, no, I think that about covers it. <laughs> okay, core identity, gotcha. Well, let, <laughs> let's we'll move on to our uh, our second question. How has your daily routine changed in all of this? Hmm. Well. Um... That's a good question. I do feel like I'm, I'm, uh, my sleep schedule has, has changed, uh, just because I don't need to be anywhere in the morning or get anybody to school. So, you know, I'm staying up a lot later than I probably should watching Netflix or on Twitter and, um, and then 
sleeping in. My kids tend to sleep pretty late, so they're never really waking me up. Um, usually my dog wakes me up uh, around eight. But um, yeah, I feel like my sleep schedule is the biggest thing that's changed. Um, having the kids around all the time, you know, it's kind—it's just kind of like summer vacation came early uh, for yeah. them. You know, um, I work uh, my day job. Uh, I have a internet marketing and content development company, and so it's all online. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going into the office, but I mean, you know, I can my work schedule's pretty much the same. Uh, just now I'm working from home. Um, I do feel like I'm cooking more, which I think is good. You know, I, I have more time to, to cook. So, so. many dishes. So yeah, right. Right. That's, so. I mean, that's, that's the thing that I miss the most is going out to restaurants because I am tired of doing dishes all day. Right. Right. It's a constant now. Dishes are, are just a, they're just a constant from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, you never get them under control and they're just everywhere. I don't know. At least at my house, they're just, there's uh, cups and plates and bowls in literally every room. I'm really right. good about like drinking out of one water container. Uh, I have like two that I go in between. And so I never have a lot of water glasses, um, but I have coffee cups everywhere like just looking right now at my desk there are three coffee cups um i don't i don't need that but it's just it's one of those things that i i before my brain turns on i go get a cup of coffee and i don't think about taking down the coffee cups that were still here right Uh, i just have to to corral them like a sheepdog yesterday my my 10 year old was was walking around drinking water of a cereal bowl because there were no clean glasses and he didn't want to wash anything. So he, the only thing that was clean was the cereal bowl. So he had a, a cereal bowl full of ice water. Nice. Wow. It's a, it's a water soup with ice croutons. It, it's a, it's a, he, he's a passionately committed to not washing one more dish than he has to. So, and that is, that is so much my childhood. <laughs> but it wasn't, because, it wasn't because we were cooking so much. It was just that we had this giant pile of all the uh, uh, like collected roadside attraction cups that we owned, which was most of our cups. And then they were all in the sink. And it's like, well, this can hold water just as well. <laughs> <laughs> well usually instead of water, it was like RC Cola. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I yeah. just remember, um, I don't remember really using cups. Like, I feel like I was either drinking directly out of the sink or from a hose in the yard and just skipping the, the cups completely. I don't know. You know, kids have gotten soft now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kids are really growing up in the pocket of big cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, uh, I had special cups at my grandparents' house, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, especially in the summer because they had a beach house. And um, we lived at the beach, so I would just go over to there. And I had a cup that I would only use in the month of June, and that was the Hardy Smurfs uh, cup. But it was the Baker cup, and it had a giant birthday cake. And so during the month of June, that was the only cup I would use ever. Nice. 
Yeah, fast food restaurants really used to put out cups that had like some staying power. Now it's now it's you know it's it's all like cheap toys that break before you get in the car. But you know it used to, it used to be like we had, some of our best cups were like a Disney McDonald's cross promotion. Right. Oh, those yeah. plastic cups. Those plastic yeah. cups were amazing. Uh, Mandy Butler actually just gave me a whole bunch of um, Muppet cups that McDonald's put out in the early eighties, yeah. and so now we have like seven of these really awesome Muppet cups. And it's, mm. it's so delightful. This is the longest I've ever talked about cups, y'all. <laughs> you know, it's, I it's, a, it's, a, it's a under discussed topic and I'm glad we're able to, to just <laughs> face it head on. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeremy, uh, question three, what hobbies or other things uh, are you doing in, in, in self-isolation time uh, to keep occupied or to, to, you know, kind of keep things, keep things from being just groundhog day in your own house. Hmm. Um, let's see. I, I'm, I've taken up walking. Uh, I feel like, uh, I've been, I've been doing that a lot. I feel like, um, probably better at walking than I've ever been in my life. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm really, really putting in hours developing that it's skill. Just, I, I do. I think I'm, I'm, hit, I'm about to hit that 10,000 hours. Exactly. Oh, there oh go. wow, man. So, uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, you know, just making gains in my walk. Right. Um, what else? I feel Where like you're burying the lead, Jeremy. I feel what? like you're, you're not telling us this amazing story that's been written about you in the newspaper and, uh, online and, and how you uh, have become, this really great beacon of light in a very uh, dark time. It's cause it's dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb. It's not dumb. It's, it's, it's really unbelievable. Uh, please humble brag for the folks at home. <laughs> um, I, uh, I discovered that uh, you could increase your Twitter following by giving money away. <laughs> <laughs> I love how even that is just a don't make me do this. Uh yeah, Jeremy is is giving money to people to help them pay their rent and it is it's so lovely. Uh how did this start? Um well, uh it was uh Whenever, whenever it was, I don't know, it was like six months ago or two weeks or whenever everything shut down. Right, right. And, um, and uh, you know, they shut down all the, the bars and restaurants and stuff. And uh, I was just hearing, uh, you know, a lot of friends of mine who were really worried about paying their bills because um, they couldn't work. And uh, so I just posted on uh facebook and twitter that um you know if i had any friends that needed help paying the bills right now i have i have more than i need at the moment and uh i'd you know be happy to help out so yeah so that's how it started i, I mean i think i originally got the idea from uh there's a writer named in san antonio named shay serrano who i'm a big fan of and uh he's been giving money away on twitter to help people pay bills for, for a long time. And so I think that's probably where I first got the idea of just 
reaching out directly to people on social media. Yeah. Um, and I was just, honestly like, I just felt, I think like a lot of people just mad and powerless and yeah. uh, wanted to do something. Uh, and it, I couldn't leave my house. So uh, this, this seemed like one way that I could help. I mean, I'm lucky that my, my work is online and, and at least hasn't really been impacted by this yet. Um, so I still have an income coming in and I've got some savings and my kids are, you know, we're, we're taken care of. So, um, yeah, that, that's how it started. Um, and it kind of, I, I really just was trying to, um, connect with people I knew personally. Um, and I mean, at the time I had like, I don't know, maybe a hundred or 200 Twitter followers, not very many. And they were all people I knew. So, um, uh, but then, uh, a comedy friend out in LA, one of the blue check Twitter people, uh, she retweeted it and, um, and then it kind of went, I don't know that it went viral. That's probably not, we probably need a new word for that now. Um, that's what, yeah, that's what we've been talking about a lot. <laughs> yeah, but a lot Expen- of people exponential saw growth, it. viral, those are all kind of ruined. Yeah, it, a lot of people saw it outside of my immediate friend group, and people started responding, and um, I just kind of went with it, and uh, uh, yeah, haven't haven't stopped. That's that's yeah. uh, it's really it's really admirable. You know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, people talking now about like. I can't remember what the what the uh, phrase is for it, but basically like community, basically prepping, but not being an asshole about it. Like uh, like getting dry beans and stuff, but not so that you are the only person who owns dry beans in the post apocalyptic wasteland, but because you want to make sure that you have enough that if your neighbors are also you know struggling, um, mm. that you can support you can support both of you. Um, yeah, I wish I could remember yeah, that phrase. That's beautiful. But it's, it's basically, like yeah, it's 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 not, we get this, we get, uh, so caught up in the, uh, personality of preppers that we go, Oh, all, everybody who prepares for anything is, uh, is like a, an idiot or a jerk. And it's yeah. like, you know, we're, we're like living out the, uh, the grasshopper and the ant, uh, thing where we're like, Oh, well that person's easy to make fun of. Um, right. But there, you know, these, these things show us like, Oh yeah, there are, there is like legitimate, uh, uh, trouble on the future in the, on the, on the horizon that we should be prepared for. Um, and if we're not just looking out for ourselves, you know, we can, um, you know, follow your example. Uh, uh, and, and kind of wish uh, more people kind of wish more people in our government had been preppers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really. They did prep. They sold stocks. (laughs) They were were all personality with none of the actual preparation. (laughs) They were all, they were all that, that guy that we like to make fun of, you know, of of, uh, a guy got a bunker, but not. Yep not letting anybody else share in. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's, it's incredibly admirable because so many people in the comedy industry to pay their bills day to day, they do work in service industry jobs. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just a nature of the beast. Not all of us have, um, 
have the opportunity to have a decent day job and also pursue comedy. And this is, this whole thing just happened so fast. And a lot of us live paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, what you're doing is helping people have a little bit of comfort in a very uncomfortable moment in history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I guess that's true. I, Honestly, I, um, I hope that, uh, that through this, uh, people, um, realize that how, how dumb charity is, like how, how inefficient and arbitrary, uh, it is, and that really what what we need is a more just distribution of resources in our country. We need we need justice, yeah. and um, uh, we don't have it right now, which is why charity is necessary as a stopgap until we get it. But um, my hope well, is I mean, there's that, that there's yeah, that quote ahead. that's. Anybody in America is two to three months away from being um, in the in the bottom of like the welfare community. I mean, two or three bad months and all your savings are gone. Health issues, anything like that. Um, but you're never two or three months away from being a millionaire. Right. Right. But that fantasy of being two to three months away from being a millionaire, I feel like is what unfortunately fuels a lot of people's continued support for the rich assholes that we have. Oh, it's definitely the carrot dangling. Absolutely. Uh, The American dream. And it sucks because they clearly, they clearly don't give a fuck about any of us. I mean, this $1,200, uh, you know, tax rebate that they're giving is, I mean, come on. It's insulting. Yeah. It's in, that's like for most people, that's one rent payment mm-hmm. or less. And um, meanwhile, you know, it's 500 billion going to the big corporations to keep them afloat. Um, and, you know, like you mentioned, I mean, people you, exploiting this crisis to make money through stock sell-offs and buybacks and shit like that. Like it's, it's insane. It's infuriating. And really like, I honestly, like what's motivated, I feel like the motivating emotion of whatever I've done has been just anger, <laughs> just blind rage. Yeah. Blind rage as a way to be a good Samaritan. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm so angry. I'm going to give you my money. (laughs) A good renewable resource. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bottomless pit of rage. Yeah. (laughs) Other than, other than that, what else are you doing to stay occupied? Um, I'm doing some comedy shows here and there. Um, You know, some virtual shows. Um, uh, Doing cool podcasts. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> uh, what else? What else am I doing? He thinks we're cool, Ben. Little does he know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Watching, well, a, watching a lot of uh, true crime documentaries. There's plenty of that. Speaking of renewable resources. I, I know, I can't get enough. How how is how have the virtual stand up shows been like as far as uh you know compared to it to doing a regular stand up show? Um, uh, it's uh it's it's I mean it's better than nothing. Um, it's weird as a performer because you can't. I mean, so much of what I do depends on the energy and the response that I'm getting from the crowd. Yeah. And, uh, you, you don't get any of that on a virtual show cause you can't hear anybody. So, um, that's a, that's a little weird cause you're just kind of speaking into the void and hope that it's connecting, hope that it's working. Um, so, you know, it's not, I don't, it's not great. I mean, uh, comedy is meant to be, you know, face to face shared experience, shared experience. Um, but I do think, you know, it's better they're not doing anything at all. And people seem to be enjoying it. You know, um, people are coming to these shows, buying tickets. So. So I guess like what's the actual, what's the actual setup? Are you on like a, a Twitch stream? Or are you on like a. Um, I've done a Zoom. Uh-huh. That I, I was on Zoom and then it was being broadcast through uh, on face, Facebook Live. Okay. Um, yeah. And then uh, I'm doing one tonight that I is also through Zoom, and I think it's uh, it's going to be broadcast through YouTube. Um, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, the, the only the only performance like thing that I've done, like I, I used to do stand up way back in the day, um, but but now I'm mostly just improv. And I did a, while I was in this hotel room, I did an improv jam, and it was like at least with the improv jam, you know, you're just doing it for each other. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of whatever, but you also like, you still have enough people in the chat who are like laughing by support, you know, kind of thing. Right. Uh, right. Enjoying, you know, enjoying it and, and just laughing. But like, yeah, with these, with, you know, like the zoom calls and stuff, if the, if the audience isn't on the zoom call, like you said, there's no, there's no, Oh, that joke landed. So I can twist into this material or I can lean on this joke more or right. this one's not working. I need to bail out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. My crowd work bombed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think, I I really don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it bombed. Yeah. So, well, you could, you could do like a door of the Explorer thing. So where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) Lansing, Missouri. (laughs) I hear that there. They're only known for, you know, whatever the, you know. (laughs) Oh, so fun. Uh, Question. What would take your shelter in place to the next level, Jeremy? Or like, what's the thing that you you're missing? You wish you had, and you would be like, "Oh, this is quarantine and style, baby." Oh man, um, I wish my girlfriend was here. Oh wow, yeah, because be I guess nice. you guys can't all quarantine together. No, no, she's she's staying with her her daughter and with her uh, her parents, so. Um, yeah, we can't have any contact. Oh. So that sucks. Um, right. that, that, right. would, that would make it better, but we do, um, we just started playing words with friends together. And so I feel oh, like yeah. that, um, you know, that's, that, that's, uh, pretty cool. That's an ad for words for friends. 
can't be with the one you you love. Uh, like, see how much smarter you are with these seven letters. I I, I feel like maybe it was um, uh, kind of a indirect way of her friend zoning me right now. I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to, <laughs> I don't Is that the only way you communicate? Because we should probably have a talk about that. <laughs> Try not to read too much into it. <laughs> it's less like a friend zone, more like just like a back burner. Just like, look, you're on simmer. Uh, just don't, you know, <laughs> don't overboard. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, uh, uh, on on that note, our, our last uh, our last of our questions is: What is the unexpected upside, if anything, uh, uh, or the thing that brings you the most joy that you've that you've found in this? You know, everybody's talking about like, oh. Uh, there's ducks in Venice or whatever, you know, like, uh, uh, what, what is the, what's, what's the thing that you're, you know, surprised, uh, is kind of coming out of this? Honestly, I feel like, um, I've met a lot of my neighbors, uh, mm. when huh. I go out for walks, I'm just noticing everybody's hanging out outside and going for walks. Um, and so I've met a lot of people that way and even, better i've met a lot of dogs that way dogs are the best so uh yeah so i feel like that's one of the things that's really forced people out of their houses uh in a good way and uh yeah it's kind of it's kind of double uh double duty right because it's it's everybody is at home because nobody's at work so they're at home all day and then you're also like you know taking a walk during the during the prettiest time and not just like oh i gotta get out gotta get out get my morning run before work and then come back home and then you know cook dinner yeah and everyone's so tired of being cooped up with each other they're desperate to get out Mm -hmm. just get some distance so um so yeah so that's been uh that's been great you know i've got relationships now um that uh i I probably wouldn't have had otherwise that's great yeah there is there's something like really comforting to like just recognizing somebody in your neighborhood like not even you know actually knowing them, uh, but just just being like, hey, what's up, lady? Who's usually in a green shirt, but today you're wearing a blue shirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm very extroverted, and my husband is very introverted. Um, but I don't like talking about like very shallow things, like the weather or the traffic. So I don't really know a lot of our neighbors because I. There's no point in just, hi, how are you? Ha, hot outside, isn't it? But Adam knows all of the neighbors. And it's very (laughs) funny because when we go on walks, he'll stop and talk to people. And I'm like, why? Why? And now in this time, like, I am getting to know people a little bit better. We are starting to, I'm not minding the stopping and talking. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of, I mean, you start to... To, like I'm, I'm pretty introverted myself, but um, you know, especially when my kids are over at their mom's and it's just me, like it, you just really start craving some kind of human connection, you know. Yeah. Um, How are you uh, splitting custody? Because we split custody with Atticus's mom, but she had to go to the hospital a few days ago. She had some kidney stones. Yeah, and now we're self quarantined since she had yeah. to go to the hospital. So he's with us for two weeks straight, and he won't go back to her until I think, um, I don't know, maybe like the thirteenth. 
it's a while. Yeah. Yeah, we've kept our week on, week off schedule. Um, and uh, it is a little complicated because their mom is a nurse and she's actually worked in the COVID wing. Um, but uh, the precautions they take are so extreme. Um, yeah. I mean, the hospital basically told her, you have less a chance getting it here than you do walking through the grocery store. So, um, wow. yeah. So, so yeah, we've kept our, our week on week off schedule. Um, and we probably will for the foreseeable future, unless, you know, something comes up. Um, yeah. But it's also nice. They live, their mom lives, um, like a mile away. So, uh, you know, I, I still see them during the week. Some when they're with her, you know, we'll go on walks together or whatever. And that's um, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be able to connect that way. So yeah. nice. Well, uh, this brings our podcast to an end. Jeremy, you've been a wonderful guest. Thank you so much. What is something that you want to promote or where can people find you if they want to see any of these shows or I mean, your your Twitter is is lit now, so how can they be a, another one of your followers? Yeah, uh, well, you can go to my website, jeremyalder.com, um, and uh, there's links to all my social media stuff there. Um, I'm just at Jeremy Alder on Twitter. Um, and, uh, yeah, go to my website. I'm going to be um, – I'll be updating that with um, – any upcoming virtual shows that I have. So uh, if people want to catch a show, um, that's the best way to find out about it. It's through the website. Awesome. Great. Thank you so very much. Oh, thanks for you. having me. Also, uh, we invite you to do our sign off where we tell everyone, wash your damn hands. Damn hands, y'all. Wash your damn hands, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.